It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, September 8th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. How are you now? Mm, good, and you? Not so bad. Not so bad. I was almost late this morning. Why? Um, well, Brigham Sleeping? was up when I was awake. For, like, it all piles up, right? I have a certain amount of time allotted in the morning to get to work, and I didn't set out my clothes last night, so that adds a couple minutes. And then right. I didn't, you know, you just you add anything in the morning, and it sets you off. And then Brigham was awake when I left, and he couldn't fall back asleep. So I was like, I'll lay with you for a couple minutes. And it's just so cozy oh, yeah. at that point, you know? It's like dark. He goes out. off a little bit. You're like, ah! It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, this is really tough to leave. This is very, this is really quite nice. Yeah, um, for me, uh, I've been biking to work uh, the last little bit because I don't have my car at this moment and this morning was one of those moments where I like looked outside and it was a little cold and I was like oh I have to bike in right now yeah you can't really like sleep in a little longer when you have to bike it's nope. a set amount of time things take a little bit longer so I'm like no you got to get your ass out of the door go go but how nice is it when you get out there how fresh is it when you start sucking that cool morning air it's so quiet like you have the whole you almost forget that other people are around like I'll start biking and then you see a car and you're like where are you from like, excuse <laughs> me this is my road right now like it's nice, it's nice. Yeah. I, we live too far away for me to bike now but I do miss that it was such a great way to start the day totally. I would crash earlier too because of it oh yeah because you have to be up earlier but yep. man i would show up at the station just feeling like a million bucks yep. you know yeah the, t- the time that i wake up these days like i should be going to bed by seven i should be sleeping by seven to get the right to amount get of your sleep, full eight which which i never do no uh, so yeah it's tough uh on today's show some white girl sayings a tv trope uh something that happens when you're older i might even call it a dad badge a type of addiction got an etymology one of the detriments of social media that maybe you haven't thought about before. Um, we're going to talk about a type of scientist that we didn't know existed. Maybe a, a new segment. We'll see if this becomes a recurring segment. First, you're out of context clip of the show. <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. This video came up on my TikTok feed yesterday, and it was this farmer. And I think, I want to say it was near Medicine Hat. I'm not certain. But he was showing a bunch of his crop that had burned. Oh, no. And he's like, a lot of the fires out here, they're started the same way. And I was, I was right away, I was thinking, okay, like someone flicked a cigarette out their window. Terry's well, dart butt, for yeah, sure. Terry's dart butt, mm-hmm. or even like, you know, you've heard of fire starting from the exhaust pipe yep. of, like an ATV of an or ATV something, or yep. something like that. I was like, okay, or maybe lightning. None of those things. None of the ones that I expected. And then he he was filming and he walked over underneath this power line and there was this like scorched bird sitting there. Oh God. And he's like, you can figure out what happened oh. here. And he looks up and so the bird lands on, I think there was a bunch of transformers up there and the bird lands on that, gets electrocuted, lights on fire, falls down into the crop below and Dear burns. I, he, he had a drone shot of how much of his crop had burned and it was a lot. I never would have thought about that. Me neither. Wow. I mean, it sucks for the farmer, sucks for the bird. Yeah. Is there any way of pre- preventing birds from getting electrocuted that I way? I don't know. Or? I, I had no idea that, that some of the grass fires around here could be started like that. By dumb birds. By dumb, yeah. I mean, I guess the bird doesn't understand electricity or nope, anything, right? No, of course right? not. Wow. It just lands on the on the transformer and... <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> starts... Then it's, then it's like smoldering carcass starts a grass fire underneath. I had some really good sound effects there. I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, that is... <laughs> 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 
Ah, there's your problem right there. You got a fried bird. Scorch bird. Classic <laughs> case of scorch bird right Damn there. It's the sixth one this week. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I was thinking, Becca, I have a new proposition for you. That we should do a new segment called Fantasyland. So we play rock, paper, scissors, and whoever wins gets to chat about their fantasy passion, okay? Because for me, it's fantasy football, and you have zero interest in that. Mm -hmm. And for you, it's whatever fantasy shows you're in on. And What is it? Rings of Fire? Rings of Power? Rings of... Rings of Power. (laughs) Let's get that right. I don't even remember (laughs) the name of it. Uh, But yes, then you talk about that, okay? Now, here's the catch, though. That if you win the rock, paper, scissors, and you get to chat about your fantasy passion, the other one has to pretend to be engaged. You can't just sit there and roll your eyes. You You actually have to... Sit there and roll your eyes, okay? Okay. So uh, I think that we should do this because then it gives, you know, the one a platform to talk about something that the other maybe isn't that interested. Are you you gay for this? Man, I'm going to have a hard time pretending to care about your fantasy football yeah, team. Yeah, well, I'm going to have a hard even, time. I don't even remember the name of the show, okay? <laughs> when you get nerdy, I don't know what you're talking about. I, the words, my eyes glaze even over. If you were just talking about the NFL, I could I could at least feign interest in that. Yeah, but you don't even know anything about the NFL. it's the fantasy version of I know. the NFL that I can't... That I, I can't won't get go down too with. deep on my own personal fan. Well, maybe I will actually, That's... because then you have to pretend to be engaged. So maybe I maybe I will. <sighs> Okay. It goes both ways. All right, okay? so how do we You're do this? You're talking about your, I don't know, things, your nerdy things. Okay, so let's do one. This would be more like if I talked about a role-playing game based in the world of, of Lord if of the Rings. If you feel like that talking be, about that, then oh, go for man. it, okay? Again, we'll make it quick because we don't want to bore the crap out of everybody else when you talk about your weird games. But anyway, okay, rock, paper, scissors. And the winner gets to talk? Winner gets to talk. Okay, okay. just w- best of one. Best of okay? one? Let's go. Do you go on shoot or do you go on like on scissors? Let's go on scissors. Okay, my kids go on shoot. It's different. That's weird. Okay. That's how the kids do it now. Weird. Rock, rock paper, scissors. scissors. What do you got there? I win. I got paper. Takes over your rock. I win. So you get to... Are you ready for this, Beckler? Strap it! And okay? I, have to, I have to pretend to be engaged. Okay. You have to. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we had our fantasy draft on Monday, as you know, and it took three and a half hours. All right? We met in a schoolyard. We had to play bump. I didn't do very well. But anyway... How'd you do? How's your team looking? Well, here's the thing. Okay. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. This is so exciting. <laughs> my eyes are dead, but my voice <laughs> is excited. Your voice is very exciting. Uh, so I actually got... Um, we get these report cards after you do your fantasy. So NFL.com will send out these report cards and how you did. I scored a B. Says my projected record is six and eight, which isn't great. And I'll land eighth of 14 teams. Okay. Now here's the encouraging thing for those who are new to fantasy football or get these grades and they, they're concerned. Uh, remember those two years that I won? Oh yeah. I, yeah. I was a thrill. I was uh, projected uh, with like a D minus to come in last place both of those years. So those grades that NFL this horse crap. And okay. last year you came last, right? I, what was your grade last year? Uh, it was I think around the same, a B, uh, okay. maybe a C. So I, I don't really take much into that. I think that I'm gonna do pretty well. Okay. Well, I'm I for one am very excited. Beckler, you <laughs> this is so exciting. You're pretending to be engaged very well. Woo! Thank you. Yeah. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Man, earlier this week, the Calgary Sun and the Calgary Herald both put out this story, and it was from one of their I think must be like one of their affiliates or something, one of the post media affiliates. Yeah. Um, they put it out on Twitter. Uh, and I actually didn't read the article yet because the headline and the caption were enough. This was the headline. Stuck in the middle. Do thong underwear make infections more likely? And then the caption on the tweet was... Oh, my God. While scientists can't seem to agree on the risks of wearing tiny undies, one thing is clear. 
Caught in his best. Also, note the pun stuck in the middle yep. as well. Honestly, I caught that. Someone was really proud of Holy that. Holy crap! Because your floss <laughs> in the middle of your cheeks. Wow. That's your bum floss. Now there. this is riveting here. Um, okay. Yeah, that is some. That is. That is some journalism. very important journalism, <laughs> right? Like pressing issue here. Also suggests that not only are there panty scientists out there because. <laughs> The caption is, well, scientists can't seem to agree on the risks. Not only are there panty scientists, there are enough panty scientists that there's a disagreement. Well, of course, Beckler. If somebody was like, what do you want to study? I mean, panties. A lot of people would be like, "Ah, that sounds good to me. Let's let's go for that one. That's what kids dream of growing up, right? I'm going to be a panty scientist. Some want to be marine biologists. Some want to work for NASA. Mm -hmm. Some want to work with panties. Guys, I've announced I'm going to be a doctor. A doctor of panty. Okay, what do you feel? What do you think about that, Mom and Dad? Panty, the panty doctor. Oh my God! Down in the panty lab, there you also, got what some a stuff useless... boiling and bubbling and yes, and this is completely useless because they they didn't come to a conclusion. Why are we even talking about it if there's no, no conclusion? There's a disagreement. There's oh a disagreement. Forty B in panty science. The panty science is not clear. It's just that okay? they wanted to talk about the panty science. That's it. They wanted to point to us and be like, by the way, there are people who study this day in, day out. Panties. Okay? <laughs> yeah, people take your panties and they, that's what they're doing. They're sniffing them. They're studying them. They're... You know how like in, My God. in the labs you see in movies and stuff, they'll have like a bank of drawers and the drawers will all have like, you know, mice in them or, yeah. you know, bacteria mm-hmm. culture, some different yeah. experiments. Like, is there some lab that's just like drawer after drawer of used panties? Oh my God. Just a giant, I, I don't know, I picture like, yeah, cauldron bubbling yeah, with panties. Yeah, that's right. Just <laughs> and they dip the panties hanging in, with the in there. Yeah, a bunch of panties oh, just oh. all over the rim, like... Pour something on out of an Erlenmeyer flask and yep. see what the reaction is. Got oh my! Safety goggles on. <laughs> For, yeah, panty safety, right? Yeah. Well, there's a guy who's of course studying the panties under a microscope as well. Just let me take a closer look at these panties. Oh, you got to get a look wow. at this. You're not going to believe what I found in this particular pair of panties. Guys, I've had a breakthrough. <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. I heard a couple of really great points on some podcasts recently with regards to the detriments of social media, mm-hmm. which is a topic you and I have spent some time on in the past. We have. I think it's a topic that many people are aware of and are thinking of. Yep. Um, but I just wanted to share them with you. So what the one guy, he said, he made the comparison. He said posting on, so- like posting on social media is a bit like playing a type of slot machine. He said, you put your opinion or your content out there and it can pay nothing. Like you get no clicks, no likes, no validation from it. Mm -hmm. Or it can pay out really big and it can make you feel really good. But the problem is we want more of that feeling then, right? It's kind of like an addiction. It is. And then it comes, that comes to this, the second point that I heard in another interview where the, the host and the guest were talking about audience capture. Are you familiar with that term? Audience capture? No. So, you know, we talk about how people can be brainwashed by the content they consume. Yep. But this guest was saying that content creators and even media outlets can also be brainwashed by their audiences. So mm-hmm. that they'll post something, they'll get a big response, and then, you know, to, they, need mo- they need to post more of that stuff to get the same response. So they need to post a more extreme version of that thing to get an equal response. Right. So the audience starts to actually influence 
the content as opposed to just the content influencing the audience too. And then it kind of becomes an echo chamber because you then post the same type of content and there you go more. So yeah, it's totally true, isn't it? And like, I know some people who I think have gone a little bit crazy online coaxed along by their followers, Mm. you know, by the validation that they get from these, you know, increasingly hyperbolic opinions that they share. And then becoming more and more extreme in the opinions they're sharing. And and then some people are like, ah, this is a bit much for me. They drop off. But then more people are like, this is what I want to hear. They come in and it's just like, it's this feedback loop then, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's a trap that I'm aware of, like whether it be on this show or on my own social media. And I try to keep from stepping in it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it could be tough because you're right. It does feel good to get that validation. You know, like during during the pandemic and even during like the the convoy, I shared some videos and stuff that got a big response. And, you know, I got all these followers and I was thinking like, we might agree on like one point of this, yeah. but you, you're probably not going to like a lot of the other things that I have to say. But it would be so easy to just lean into that, wouldn't uh-huh. it? It's just, okay, everyone's here. I'm well, just going to say what you want to hear now. That's the issue with politics on social media, right? Like if you post something political, then yeah, you will get... because. People that, you know, are more and more extreme are going to start following. And I always find that with TikTok too, right? Whereas you start with kind of some normal, rational responses. By the end, though, you have people who are from who knows <laughs> where with the most extreme responses common. You're like, wow. And it would be easy to, yeah, just keep poking that bear. And those are the ones that uh, are the most vocal. And of course, that helps, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, a platform like Twitter, I feel like, I, like I've almost abandoned it to the people who think that way. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, I, I don't really feel at home here anymore. So we'll just let, yeah. let you guys do your thing here and I'll be over here. But they're probably like, yeah, this yeah. is like, look at all the people who agree with me. Mm-hmm. This is great. So I just thought it was interesting because we always think about this problem from the perspective of people who are consuming the content. But I mean, if you're posting your opinions, if you're sharing things too, it, it works the other way as well. Yeah. And like you said, that is how an echo chamber forms. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. For some reason, I got thinking about the term handkerchief recently, and I never really thought about where that term came from. Handkerchief? Uh, handkerchief. But of course, that's the reusable cloth that grandma or grandpa used to blow his nose with. Super gross. So yeah, it literally breaks down to handkerchief. So kerchief literally means cloth covering the head. And okay. it comes from the old French couvre-chief, which just means cover of head, head, head cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but handkerchiefs were an upgrade from facial tissue way back when, or Kleenex as we now know it. But facial tissue was invented to wipe cold cream from your face. That's why facial tissue became a thing. It wasn't for blowing your schnoz? It wasn't for blowing your schnoz. So that's what a handkerchief originally was meant to do as well, which is why you get the kerchief, the cover of the head, because it used to wipe off your face cream. Well, and even like, especially in, uh, more so in other countries, but like people will wear, like especially older ladies will wear mm-hmm. that type of kerchief, right? Totally. My grandma used to wear it when she'd go out. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Little old lady afro that she had, her perm, and she'd put the oh, kerchief yeah. over it to keep it all in place. And now house cleaners, they, they wear them all the time, ah. right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, but anyway, it quickly changed from just being for cold cream of your face to blowing your nose. People realized it was good for that as well. Uh, here's the weird thing, though. Those who couldn't afford handkerchiefs way back when they were first invented used literal snot rags. So they were just old rags that these people would use to blow their nose with. Just old rags that they'd stuff into their... Which So is, rather than having something made of a nice material and yeah. like 
cut to size and that. It would just that, be it a dirty be... old rag that they'd be using to blow okay. their nose with. I do the same thing in the shop. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then these ones carry them around with you. It's a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, though, it was also believed that you could catch a cold from taking a bath. So a lot of people wouldn't bathe. And so what would happen is women would take their handkerchiefs and they would dab them with perfume and they would stick them in their sleeves. And then when they were in a ballroom full of smelly people and awfully odored B.O., they would actually take the handkerchief out of their sleeves and sniff it because it smelled of perfume to kind of cleanse their nose of that nasty scent. Not to make them smell better necessarily, but just to breathe through. To breathe something slightly nicer than nasty B.O. Okay, who started the rumor that taking a bath would give you a cold? Because that person is responsible for a A hippie from Vancouver, no less. (laughs) I guess maybe oh, when man. hot water wasn't as available and the baths were cold and you had to hop in there and think, I'm going to get sick, right? Well, and that's it. When you get out of a hot, even a hot bath, right, and you get chilled like that, I don't know if that was kind of people thinking, mm. well, if you're chilled after a bath and you can't get warm because we don't have heat, then that, I don't know. Right. But yeah, regardless, this is what happened with the, ha- this is a whole story of handkerchiefs here. Wow. Okay, also, well, once again, I'm glad I live when I do because that too. all sounds Oh, it sounds awful. Worse than today, for sure. I was laughing though because my mom still stuffs a, a Kleenex in her sleeve. And I was like, is that where that's from? <laughs> we like, have laughed about that before. Yes. <laughs> She's like, oh, I got one. Pulls, yeah, pulls like it out of her magi- sleeve. Like and not even a handkerchief, but an old nasty Kleenex. She's like, oh, well, I've only used it once. That is disgusting. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You know what term I find pretty funny? The term addicted to love. So there's a song with that name, but I've heard it outside of that as well. And I just like I envision somebody just like scratching themselves like I just I need some love. I need some more love. Y'all get any more of that love? Got some of that love early now I understand like sex addiction is a very real thing. And that's that's different. We're not talking about that, okay? We're talking about just being addicted to, to love itself, okay? Really, aren't we all kind of addicted to love? Are Shana, we? isn't it part of the human the human experience? Because human... Okay, we're getting hippie That's over here deep, now. That's deep, isn't it? That's super wow. deep. Thank you for that. Look at this guy. Yeah, just... You're, you're really <laughs> deep about the love. It's also like, I would say, one of the most abused lyrical cliches mm-hmm. out there. Like... Yeah. Want your love, need your love, can't get enough of your love, addicted to your addicted love. Addicted to love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. That's your just, love is a drug. And I'm like, could we not come up with something better? Oh, is it straight to my veins? Give me that love drug. Come on. Come on. Inject your love but. Doctor Love, toes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put it right in. Oh my God. Seriously, though. Yeah. Can we get? Can we come up? Let's change it. Can we get away from the whole addicted to love thing, please? You shouldn't be allowed to make a love addiction no more. drug reference anymore. No. That's... It's reached its maximum. <laughs> time to cross it off and go. B and S in twenty minutes or less. We got a message with someone who was a bit upset with us about that bit, and I had a slight inkling that that might happen. And that's why I tried to cover my angles by saying we're not, by the way, talking about sex addiction. Right. Okay, this is different than that. We're talking about just the idea of the cliche of love, right? Love addiction. Turns out, love addiction is a real thing. Yes. It and also there... is a term that is used in with addictions, so... And it's like the addiction to romantic love. Yes. So Which, I... it says, like, that then leads to other things and behaviors that are an issue, which I imagine would be similar to sex addiction, but I didn't realize that... The term love addiction is now also a recognized addiction. So, and I guess I like I don't know if I'm I haven't had a chance to really read into this yet, but I don't so I don't know if I'm entirely accurate here, but like we probably all know people who like 
are maybe addicted to the beginning part of a relationship, you know, like yeah. the butterflies, the beginning of a relationship, and then, then, you know, they seem to always have one of those on the go. Yes. However... Is that what we're talking about here, or is that... Maybe. But again, like, I thought that was just lust, you know, like, which... Just excitement? Is just what happens with everybody at the start of a relationship. Everybody has that fresh love excitement, right? So this right. is this is beyond that. This is, I guess, you are clinically addicted to that feeling that they somehow can... Where you start to have, like, serious problems outside of it? I, is that... That's Yeah, it's tough because there's more to... The, you can read about it online, and from what I gathered, it's a little bit muddy uh, from what I was reading. Okay. So, uh, I think I'll have to take some more time to really understand it further, but yes, it's different than sex addiction. It's love Turns addiction. out love addiction is a thing. This person gave us a resource, loveaddicts.org, mm-hmm. said they know people in the 12-step program in Calgary for love addiction. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we had no idea. No clue. No. So all those songs. Yeah. Again, we are, when we were talking about this, just to be clear, we were talking about just the idea of that cliche being overused, not yeah. about actual love addiction. We weren't making fun of love addiction, so... I didn't know it was a thing, so I couldn't make fun of it. Yeah, we can't make fun of it because we didn't realize. But now we know. Now we know. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yesterday, McKenna, she was just kind of bored and she was dancing around in the living room and her feet were popping and cracking like crazy. Oh, dear God. The bones in her feet. And that's concerning. That just doesn't happen when you're young, right? That's that's kind of a, and she's not even 30, but that's like a I'm getting older type thing. Popping and cracking. Yeah, when your feet start making noise like that. Yours not? My feet don't make weird noises, no. Man, I remember lying in bed when I was little and I could hear my dad walk down the hall. It sounded like he was walking on bubble wrap the whole way. Oh, that's just the the bones in his feet. Oh. (laughs) And mine do it too now. Yours don't? No. Oh, man. Yeah, McKenna's were just like it was a symphony of pops and cracks. Dear me. (laughs) My word. that That almost deserves a dad badge, I think. Cracking feet? When you get to that certain age and your feet just start making all kinds of noise when you walk around. Oh, man. Yours don't? No. Man, I got to try to get some some audio of this now. I I don't know if I want to hear it, to be honest. (laughs) I think I'm good. I think I'm good without it. Yeah, just creaky feet. It it, it took away from McKenna's dance moves. Because she was trying to dance. It was like... Very lovely, but your feet sound like they're not doing so good. She's gonna have to wear full time sandals with the like the arch support now just to get away from that. Oh man, and her feet are friggin' huge too. So oh god, the pot just it makes it even worse. Just sounds like cracking tree branches yeah. every time. She, ah, oh god, that just doesn't happen. I guess when you're younger. Like, what if you went to the ballet? You went to and the, and the, their feet made that noise up on stage. It would really take would away the, from the gracefulness of everything. It? Yeah. Go see a production of the Nutcracker <laughs> and all the, it's the a, ballerines have the the noisiest feet. It's the We're going to have to change the name to the Feet Cracker. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. Here's a TV trope for you, Beckler. When somebody shows up unannounced and the person whose house they're at frantically runs around to try and clean up, and they toss dirty clothes and all kinds of stuff underneath the couch cushions. That's a weird one, isn't it? You know what I'm talking about? And it happens all the time. Where you'll, oh no, somebody's at the door. And they're like, what do I do with the dirty clothes up underneath the couch cushions? That's where I'll put that. Like, No one has ever done that in real life, I don't I think. I would never no. in my life, okay? 
put it in the laundry basket, for God's sakes. It's in your room. Like, fire throw your room, it in your room door. and shut the door. Yeah, like- no one is putting things under. And then you put, like, dirty dishes under there sometimes. Or, like, containers of empty food and stuff. <laughs> you are ruining your couch. Who is doing this? Why is that a thing? That would thing? be a really crazy thing to do. It's like absolutely bu- insane. Busy people sometimes have dirty dishes on their counter mm-hmm. temporarily. It- <laughs> busy people do not have dirty dishes. Underneath their couch cushions. No, nope. 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 that's a crazy thing to do. Yeah, and imagine the person sits down on your couch. It's far more embarrassing, okay, if they lift up a couch cushion and there's a dirty dish under there. That's disgusting. That would be far more embarrassing Everybody than Everybody would be like, what is counter. wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. The other one like that is where everything is just stuffed into a closet and then when the when, when the closet door opens, everything comes falling out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like the crown. And then it buries the person, of course, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another one for sure. But these are these are things that don't happen nope. in real life. It's okay? not how people clean. No, nope. it's not. BNS at 20 minutes or less. Got a couple of white girl sayings for you here, Beckler. Lay them on us. Okay. First, uh, Fred sent us this one. My vibes speak louder than my words. Mm, yeah. <sighs> that's good. Yeah, you put really vibes good. in there, you're doing well. Yeah, you're off to a really good start. Totally, totally. So that one, uh, do we want to rate it or do you want to wait? rate these two collectively here? We can rate them collectively. Okay, here's the next one. What does it mean to have your vibes speak louder than your words? I don't even know. I picture your vibrating car just being louder than... It's giving off good vibes and you don't need to say anything because everyone just feels it. They just oh, feel yeah. You. Okay. Oh, I, yeah, I can feel you totally. Uh, this one as well, uh, I saw recently... To feel like a queen is as simple as believing you are one. Man, well, we're in luck because I, I, I believe I am a queen. Good. I know I am. You truly, okay, yes. good. That's all you need, Beckler. Yeah. That's all you need. And this is, like, who has this hanging in their house right now? Honestly. Um, uh, how many chickpea cookie dough recipes out of 10 does this one get? Are those big right now? Yeah, they are. Chickpea cookie dough. It's the healthy cookie dough because you know how everybody loves the raw cookie dough. Like yeah. Cookie, yeah. There's chickpea recipes. Chickpea raw cookie dough recipes. They're big. Is it any healthy good? version. Have you tried mm. it? It's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not. No, it is I not. I mean, it slightly it resembles not. cookie dough, so if you wanted it to look like it, but not quite taste like it, but there you go. <laughs> Feeling like it's cookie dough is simply is as simple as believing it is cookie dough. Is that the same thing? <laughs> it's totally as the queen one. Absolutely. So, yeah. If yeah. I saw that up in someone's house, I'd be like, that's a that's a red flag. Yeah. I like. I just feel like there's S- signage encouraging you to be a queen. Honestly, hmm. right? How many Haley Bieber glazed donut nail polishes out of ten does this one get? <laughs> Have you, seen, uh, yeah. have you uh, seen that one yet? No, I haven't. I'm surprised okay. McKenna hasn't told me Another about it. Big Ask her Loves about it. Loves big believer. Ask her about the donut, the glazed donut nail polish. Okay? You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to what Ever device you use. Later.